Welcome to the Red Conrad's Bonus Podcast. I'm your host, Red Conrad of redconrad.com. If you enjoy the, this podcast, please consider becoming a monthly subscriber by clicking on the link or the button in the description of this podcast. All donations will keep this podcast up and running, as well as go to, towards our wellness fund, which you can read more about at redconrad.com. Or you can alternatively go to paypal.me slash R-E-V-D-R-R-E-D and leave a donation in any amount there as well. Now on to the show. Yay! In this episode, we're going to discuss stress because stress is something that a lot of people in our world today uh, suffer with and it <clears throat> runs the risk for a lot of people to um, have their stress develop into chronic stress which can then lead into other more serious conditions <clears throat> but stress isn't always bad okay cases where stress is beneficial <clears throat> would be when it keeps you alert um, or on your toes at work especially during meetings but beyond a certain point, stress can damage your health, your mood, your productivity, relationships, and your overall quality of life. <clears throat> and then unfortunately, the more uh, the more frequently our body's um, emergency stress system is activated, the easier it is to trigger and the harder it becomes to turn off. <clears throat> if you get stressed out frequently, uh, your body may wind up may be in a heightened state of stress most of the time. And that can lead to serious health problems. Chronic stress disrupts nearly every system in your body. It can suppress your immune system, upset your digestive and reproductive systems, increase the risk of heart attack and stroke, and speed up the aging process. And it can even rewire the brain, leaving you more vulnerable vulnerable to anxiety, depression, and other mental health problems. Um, For me, because uh, I suffered from depression and anxiety since I was a kid, uh, my depression and anxiety actually helped develop the chronic stress because you know through my anxiety uh, I well and my depression I wind up stressing a lot of things that you know really shouldn't get stressed um definitely not as bad as I was stressing it uh and then because I'm stressing everything it turned into chronic stress which then fed into my depression and anxiety which only fed into my chronic stress and on the cycle went uh really vicious you know it wasn't really until more recently that I learn different tips and exercises, uh, tricks and exercises to help me uh, deal with everything um, with the aid of some nutraceuticals that I'm taking. And uh, that's actually one of the reasons why I got into uh, health and wellness again for the first time in, you know, almost a decade. Because I find that I'm pretty passionate about uh, health and wellness, particularly depression and anxiety. Because I want to help people just the same way that I'm helping myself. Um, and the, the methods that I found, I believe, would be able to help others that suffer from depression and anxiety. So, you know, that, that was really the driving force in, that got me into uh, the health and wellness industry again. Um <clears throat> Really, I wish I th- that uh, I stuck with it the first time I entered the industry. <clears throat> but I'm back now. 
I'm not going to leave because it is a passion of mine to help people. And uh, considering my life is now improving because of what I discovered, um, I, I really, really want to help others with the, uh, the same things that are helping me. Um, and, you know, uh, back in my, my, my mid-20s, um, I started suffering from a mini heart attack or stroke at least once a year. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I, I'm really glad that, you know, it didn't, it wasn't anything more serious than it was. Um, and I am really glad that I found the tricks and exercises that I found to help me. Um, but anybody that is suffering with depression and anxiety and chronic stress, you need to understand that these tricks and exercises that I, that I found and the nutraceuticals that I now use, <clears throat> uh, it's, it's not an overnight fix. It's something that you really got to work on with yourself every day um, to, to really benefit from it and, and to improve your overall uh, life. Uh, now, the symptoms of stress overload um, would be memory issues, your inability to concentrate, poor judgment, seeing only the negative, uh, constant worrying, depression, um, anxiety, moodiness, irritability, anger, uh, feeling overwhelmed, um, loneliness and isolation, uh, constant aches and pains, nausea, dizziness, uh, rapid heartbeat, uh, frequent colds or, or flu, like you're constantly getting sick. Uh, that was most definitely me. I was always getting sick uh, before I started making these improvements in my life. <clears throat> um, I could say that the constant aches and pains were a thing for me as well, uh, but I have um, rheumatoid arthritis and sciatica, so the I've kind of adapted to being in pain constantly. But I'm going to also say that, that that my stress was a big part of that, of the pain, because since I started these uh, tricks and exercises and taking these nutraceuticals that I'm taking, um, yes, I do still feel pain from my arthritis and my sciatica, but not as much or as bad as I did back before I started uh, utilizing these methods. Um, you, might, might, you may be eating more or less, sleeping too much, too little. Uh, withdrawing from others, and again, that would be part of, you know, loneliness and isolation. Um, you're procrastinating or neglecting responsibilities. Maybe you started using alcohol or other drugs. Um, developing nervous habits such as nail biting or pacing. Um, those would all be your symptoms of stress overload or uh, chronic stress. And most people think that stressors are only negative factors such as arguments, getting fired, bills piling up, accidents, a rough work schedule, and so on. But stressors could also be positive, such as getting married, buying a house, or getting a promotion. These are all joyous occasions. But if you've ever, but if you've been mar- married, if you bought a house, um, or if you've ever gotten a promotion, uh, you should be able to remember that yes, it was a very joyous occasion for you, but there was a little bit of uh, stress there. And stress is also caused by pessimistic views on life and worry about what may or may not happen. <coughs> Um, what causes you stress also depends on your perception of it. Uh, something that's stressful to you may not be to someone else. For example, some thrive in the spotlight while others cringe at the very idea of public speaking. Okay, now some people seem to be able to roll with life's punches while others tend to crumble in the face of small obstacles or frustrations. 
uh, some people can even thrive on the excitement of a high-stress lifestyle. Everyone has different stress levels they can tolerate and different reasons for these varying levels. There's nothing inherently wrong or laughable about those individuals who fall to pieces in the most minor circumstances. They could be reacting to stress in that way because of how they grew up. It could be triggering a traumatic experience they went through, or it could simply be the icing on the cake that sent them off. Whatever the situation, however small, uh, could be just enough that put them over the, the level of stress they can deal with. I know this to be true because that basically was me. I stressed over every little thing. Um, for example, this podcast episode I'm recording right now, um, I, I recorded it several times over now, and in the process of uploading it, I managed to um, lose the recording. Either uh, the recording stopped itself, um, the upload stopped itself and it deleted the recording, or in the process of going to upload it, I deleted it by accident myself. Uh, in normal circumstances, how I used to be, I might get so, I've gotten so frustrated and stressed out over that, that, you know, I would have given up on the idea of podcasting at all, not just this particular episode, but any future episodes, or at the very least, it'd be quite some time before I made another attempt at it. Um, but because of what I'm doing to help change my perception of my different stressors and really understand why I, uh, I react the way I do, I'm able to calm myself down after each um, unsuccessful upload and attempt to re-record it in the hopes that this recording will finally uh, not delete itself and actually make it up onto, the, onto my um, show. But I can also guarantee that those people who are able to deal with stress and just let it roll off their backs are leading much happier and more fulfilling lives than those who let everything get to them. Um, if you happen to be one who stresses every little thing, it is possible to relieve that stress and be much happier and healthier. Again, I know this to be true because I'm one of them. I used to be that one who stressed every last little thing and life was relatively miserable. Um, but my life is beginning to get better now that I'm beginning to understand what's triggering my stress, why I react to the different stressors the way I do, and uh, uh, the ability to begin to change my perception of those stressors. So when it happens, I don't you know, get overwhelmed and, and, and stressed out as bad as I used to. And it is it is improving my life. Uh, now, factors that influence your stress tolerance level include your support network. All right, a strong network of supportive friends and family members is actually a buffer against stress. When you have people you can count on, life's pressures don't seem as overwhelming. But on the other hand, the lonelier and more isolated you are, the greater your risk of succumbing to that stress. No, your sense of control. If you have confidence in yourself and your ability to influence events and persevere through challenges, it's easier to take stress in stride. But on the other hand, if you believe that you have little control over your life, stress is more likely to knock you off course. Again, I know this to be true because um, not that long ago, I did not believe in my own capabilities. I did not have too much confidence in myself. And I got knocked off course quite a bit. You know, stress pretty much, you know, just destroyed my view of myself and my with my stress destroyed a lot of my life. Uh, but since I've been uh, be 
gaining confidence in my in myself and in my ability to influence different events of my life and to push myself through different challenges uh the better my life is getting and um i'm I'm not being so i'm not so easily knocked off course anymore and uh you know the, the, the the i do have confidence in the fact that the more i improve myself the less the stress will, will actually affect my life and the easier it will become to uh, deal with different challenges that I'm putting myself through one of those challenges being you know growing a rather successful business um, if you've been following uh, my blog at all at redcomer.com you know that you know not only am I a pastor but I've also been in different businesses, either as the business owner or as uh, an executive on the, of the of the corporate staff. And so, you know, it's not that I don't know business because I most certainly do. It's just with the businesses that I've had, even if they were doing well, I more or less allowed them to crash and burn because I let different stress, stressors to do with either my personal life or with the business life um, clog my judgment and my ability to, to deal with the situation at hand and uh, in turn my business has suffered um, I haven't had one business that I was doing fairly well that for you know really no reason I shut, shut it down you know um, but I have high confidence in myself that this business I'm doing now, uh, the Red Collins Wellness Alternatives, is going to become a flourishing success because, one, it's a business that I'm very passionate about. I'm very passionate about helping others. And uh, through different exercises that I'm doing to better myself, I do have confidence in myself now that I did not have in the past. And I'm not going to so easily give up on myself or my business. Um, so basically your, you know, your the perception of yourself and your, the, your uh, sense of control is very important, uh, as well as your attitude and your, and your outlook. Um, the way you look at life and, and its challenges makes a huge difference in your ability to handle stress. You know, the more optimistic you are, the less vulnerable you'll be to stress. Um, then there's always your ability to deal with your emotions. If you don't know how to calm and soothe yourself when you're feeling sad, angry, or troubled, you're more likely to become stressed and agitated. Uh, having the ability to identify and deal appropriately with your emotions can increase your tolerance to stress and help you bounce back from adversity. Uh, again, that that I, I can uh, vouch for as well because you know I've been suffering from depression and anxiety most of my life. Um, I suffered with depression and anxiety since I was a kid. Uh, I was diagnosed while I was still in high school with depression. And then when I went back to a shrink um, in my early 20s, I was diagnosed with um, two severe types of depression and two versions, two, diff- two different types of anxiety, um, one being a severe type of anxiety. Uh And I, I uh, <clears throat> my depression, my anxiety, you know, made me much more uh, susceptible to stress, and and ultimately the development of chronic stress. 
<clears throat> because I really didn't know how to deal with my emotions. I didn't know how to, you know, make myself happy or to calm myself down when I was angry or upset. Um, I my depression and my anxiety more or less ruled my life. Oh, <clears throat> uh, and, and it ruled, and it controlled my life <clears throat> for a very long time. Um, <clears throat> it was really only more recently that I, I I really discovered a method that's working for me to uh, take control of and get relief from my depression and my anxiety and my chronic stress and uh, really improve my life. So, you know, I can definitely vouch for, for the fact that, you know, the, the ability to control your emotions, to deal with your emotions is a very big factor in um, your stress factors and, and how likely you are to develop chronic stress. Uh, if, you, if you are currently dealing with depression or anxiety, it is ultra, ultra, ultra important. Now, when you're feeling upset um, to or angry, to do something that you enjoy, to uh, try to make yourself happy or at the very least calm yourself down, um, you know, whether it's reading a book, uh, playing a video game, maybe playing with your children, just whatever it is you enjoy that you, when you're feeling upset or angry that you really want to uh, do that. Um and and <clears throat> rely on your on your support network. Uh, then there's your knowledge and preparation. The more you know about a stressful situation, including how it will last and what to expect, the easier it is to cope. Now, uh, one example would be you know if you have to go into surgery, if you're going into surgery with a realistic picture of what to expect post-op, a painful recovery will be less stressful than if you're expecting to bounce back immediately. Another example would be, you know, um, being in line for, for a promotion. Um, if you know what responsibilities and um, what work schedule and what differences in your routine uh, that promotion is going to entail, um, when you get that promotion, it'll be a lot less stressful uh, stepping into the newer the newer responsibilities. Um, and it'll make adapting to the new responsibilities much easier and potentially quicker. Or if you received a job offer, knowing what that job offer really is going to entail, uh, will make accepting that job offer and moving into that new position with the new company much easier and, and a lot less stressful if you, if you know uh, ahead of time what, what to expect. Now, to improve your ability to handle stress, you want to connect to others. Uh, and I don't mean, you know, on Facebook or Google Plus or uh, any of these various other social networks. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, face-to-face -face, um, interactions with, with other human beings. The simple act of talking face-to-face -face with somebody can actually trigger hormones that relieve stress when you're feeling agitated or insecure. Even just a brief exchange of kind words or a friendly look from another human being can help uh, calm and soothe your nervous system. So you really want to spend time with people to make you feel good and don't let your responsibilities keep you from having a social life. If you don't have any close relationships or your relationships are the source of your stress, make it a priority to build stronger and more satisfying connections. 
Um, no, if you're married, really work on your connection with, with your spouse. If you have kids, spend time with your kids. You know, obviously, it's it's a pretty well-known thing that, you know, once your kids become teenagers, the relationship's going downhill because they want to break away from you. They, they want to, you know, spend time with their friends. They're, they're getting to discover who they are as a, as a person. So it might be a little bit more difficult to develop a strong relationship and spend quality time that isn't stress-filled with a teenager. <clears throat> but if you still have young children, or maybe you got children that are now beyond that teenage age, whether they be in their 20s, 30s, whatever, uh, spend some time with your children. You know, um, if if you have friends that you hang out with after work or on the weekends, and, and they're the cause of a lot of your stress, and maybe you're not married and you don't have kids yet, uh, try to make some new friends. Be, uh, befriend a, a, another co-worker or if you go to church, can befriend somebody at church or maybe go to a networking event and may make some friends at, at a networking event. Can we try to build uh, strong, close relationships um, and when you're feeling insecure or upset, you know, connect with those people, talk with them, and then you want to fo- uh, focus on your diet, okay, because the food that you eat can actually improve or worsen your mood and affect your ability to cope with life stressors. Eating a diet full of processed and convenience food, refined carbohydrates, and snacks full of added sugars can worsen the symptoms of stress, <clears throat> while eating a diet rich in fresh non-GMO and organic fruit and vegetables, high-quality protein, in omega-3 fatty acids, <clears throat> as well as uh, properly formulated multivitamins, can help you better cope with life's ups and downs. You can't completely eliminate stress from your life, but you can control how much it affects you. Uh, the less overall stress that affects you, the healthier you will be and feel. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I really can't emphasize that enough. Um, there are small stressors you may be able to remove completely from your day-to-day life, but then there's those stressors that you uh, ultimately can't remove from your day-to-day life, whether it be, you know, family-oriented stress, work-oriented stress. And so what you want to do is ultimately change your perception of how you're viewing those stressors. And uh, if you're not already suffering from a form of depression or anxiety, and you really want to work on your stress levels and change your perception of different stressors so they don't they don't hit you as hard when that when it happens when it takes when that stressor takes place because chronic stress aside from the fact that it can cause heart attacks strokes aches and pains nausea dizziness etc and so on it can cause you to develop depression and anxiety and then you know as i said with myself the depression and anxiety can feed the chronic stress, which then feeds into the depression and anxiety, which feeds back into the chronic stress, and on and on the cycle goes. And you're going to wind up having a very uh, miserable um, life. And the idea here is for all of us to have a fulfilling, healthy, and happy life. <clears throat>
So, uh, <clears throat> you know, you really want to work on your stress. You can go to RayConner.com, go to the blog, and the, the blog post, uh, Kills Stress Before It Kills You, um, goes over everything that I just covered in um, the, the, the past uh, 23 minutes now. So if you want it in black and white in front of you, um, so you can keep a list of, you know, what the symptoms of stress overload are and, you know, what to do to help control your stress and, uh, really be able to deal with your stress a little bit easier. Go to redcounter.com, go to the blog and view the, um, blog post entitled kill stress before it kills you. So as I was saying in the first segment, you want to really take care of your stress because if you don't already suffer from a pre-existing form of depression or anxiety, your chronic stress can develop into um, a form of depression or anxiety. Now there are countless exercises that I will go over in a future um, podcast episode that you can do to start changing your perception of different stressors. Um, and really start working on yourself, on bettering yourself. Uh, but to get started with, I want you all to, if you're suffering with stress, depression, or anxiety, I want you to um, pick anybody, somebody, anybody, whether it be a close friend, a family member, if you have children, one of your children, and try to... Uh, be more and more open with them about what's going on inside your head when you're getting frustrated and when you get stressed out. Um, try to use that person as your support network and to try to help you figure out uh, how you can view things differently so you don't get stressed, that stressed and frustrated when that particular event arises again. Um, so... Say, for example, um, your phone keeps on blacking out on you. And for no good old reason, the phone turns itself off or the screen turns black, and that's one of, one of your bigger stressors, right? So find a close friend or family member or one of, one of your kids if you have kids, and let's talk to them about it. And uh, try to have them help you figure out what's going on inside your head or what maybe happened in your past that your conscious mind blacked out but is some is still there somewhere in your subconscious that is making your reaction to that particular stressor uh that serious and allow them to help you figure out um what the cause is of your reaction and how to now now that you know what the cause is to uh try to change your perception of that stressor so it no longer triggers whatever that past event was whatever that particular trigger is or was for that for that stressor so now you can, so you can now uh, view that that particular stressor 
calmer and get through it easier. Okay. Um, and you know, do the same thing for them. When and encourage them that when they get upset about something, rather than scream about it, yell about it, or whatever, wherever their the reaction is, to instead get in touch with you when it happens, tell you what's going on, and uh, you help them try to figure out what's what's behind their their stressor, what's triggering them to respond to that particular stressor in that way. And help them change their perception of that stressor. You follow what I'm saying? Um, that 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 you know that really is a big help. It will help you. Uh, I, I mean, it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to maybe open up 100% the first conversation or two, regardless who it is you pick to be your go-to person. Uh, but the more can you talk to them about the same stressor. The easier it's going to be for more and more details to come out and you don't really open up about what's going on. And the more you do so, sooner or later, you're going to start getting uh, flashbacks that maybe you've already gotten um, from your past that is somehow related to that particular stressor, only you're not making the connection. But by talking to this other person about it, maybe you can see the connection between that past event and whatever that stressor is. And now knowing what the connection is, you can now um, begin to change your perception of that event and allow yourself to more easily and calmly get through that particular stressor. Uh, I also, what I also want you to do is, in your day-to-day life, look at all the different stressors that get, that get you going and determine what stressors are you able to remove from your day-to-day life? Even if you can't remove it from your life 100%, because sooner or later it's still going to pop up somewhere, what can you what can you remove from being there every single day? And try to remove that stressor out of your day-to-day life. Now I'm talking like, small stressors like maybe your your boss getting on your nerves or you know some something like that and then try to try to take that out of the equation obviously if if it's your boss you'd have to really have to sit down with your boss about it try to get them on the same page with you obviously you got to be calm and collected when you go talk to your boss because you don't want to turn it to turn into a screaming match you want to just calmly you know say your piece about um, the tone your voice, your voice may be using when they talk to you, or you know something, just whatever it is that that gets to you. Let them know, let them know how it makes you feel, and that you are working on it, but you need their help in working on it. You're not trying to get yourself fired. You're not trying to quit. You're just looking for their help to to can get past that stressor. And it would help if you realize and you allow your boss to realize that it's not your boss per se. It's just what your boss is doing that stresses you out is triggering uh, 
memory for a traumatic event from your past, but you're not quite sure what that event is, and that's why you're talking to them about it. Maybe they can help you figure it out so you can get past that event, so you can deal with your with your work life and your boss a little bit easier. You follow what I'm trying to say? Um, and I also have at rentconrad.com a slew of different nutraceuticals that you can use uh, depending on if it's if your primary your primary problem is stress, uh, depression, or anxiety. Um, and they're all supplements and mineral, you know, vitamins and minerals and herbs uh, to help you control your your stress, depression, and anxiety easier by strengthening your immune system and strengthening the health of your brain. Um, if you click on the uh, supplements and more link, uh, what you want to look for is Stress J. Um, and there's a few others for stress and, and anxiety. Okay, but the main nutraceuticals I want to push on you. All right, that I use myself. I think they're a big help. Not that you can't use the other supplements along with them, along with what I'm going to recommend. Because you can. I just don't think you got to overkill it. And these two products I'm about to recommend, I feel, are the best of the best. I mean, there's there's nothing like it out there. Um, one is a either a coffee or a cocoa. Um, if you drink coffee, you can, you can get the coffee. If you drink cocoa, you can get the cocoa. Um, a lot of people... Uh, refer to these products actually as happy products. Coffee's happy coffee, happy cocoa, and another supplement is the happy pill. Um, it's, it's an herb, but it's in the capsule form. Because it works on the, on the happy chemicals of the brain. Dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. The coffee you can either drink straight, like I do, or you can mix it in with the regular coffee, um, you know, whatever... It's an instant coffee, okay? So you can so you make your regular coffee first, or get a cup of hot or cold water, and just dump it in there and stir it in, and you'll feel the benefits within a half an hour. Um, uh, up on the website, we do have samples if you want to try a sample of it of it first, uh, and you can read about all the information about the happy happy coffee, happy chocolate, and the happy pill if you'd like. And you feel, like I said, you feel the benefits within half an hour of drink, of drinking the cocoa or the coffee. It lasts all day. All you need is one cup a day. That's it. Um, if you create a customer account and and do the auto ship, which you can cancel, pause, or delete at any time you want, you actually get this kind of price, which is really cool. Um, it basically all you'd be all you'd be doing is like if you go out to to the gas station to buy your coffee or Starbucks to buy your coffee. And what you're doing is replacing that cup with this. So it's not really costing you any money. Actually, if you drink Starbucks, it's saving you money. It's cheaper than Starbucks. And it's all non-GMO ingredients. It, the coffee and the cocoa is actually mixed with a nootropic blend. Um, which, which is really cool. So uh, if you want to go right to that page, you'd go to happy.redconrad.com and you can read about the coffee, the cocoa, and the happy pill there. Uh, we also have... 
a creamer you can use with the coffee if you don't want to use milk or, or whatever with it or if, you, or if you want to replace your creamer we do have a creamer you can get but like I said I personally I drink it plain it doesn't taste all that bitter like regular coffee does because of the nootropics that are mixed in with the coffee it doesn't have that bitter taste I, I can drink it black but you know if you're one of those people that don't like black coffee you can you can get the creamer to go with it and this stuff really does work um and as I believe I started to say in the first segment I don't take medication anymore okay I, I didn't get along with my counselors I went to a couple different counselors over the years I just I don't I don't like it I didn't like them I didn't like what they're a lot of them have this agenda um and that I don't agree with with the government you know there, it's more into how long can we keep you here for and how many different medications can we prescribe you in your cocktail uh and they're doing that basically to can get kickbacks from from the government I, I don't and then the medications like I was saying that I, that I was trying that they, they really didn't do much for me um, not as much as as you know these happy products are doing for me and then you know I didn't like all the uh, side effects that come along with the medications so I'm not telling you to stop taking the medications all right I'm not a doctor if you come off your medication that's between you and your doctor um, that's completely your decision but I'm telling you that I stopped taking prescription medications. I stopped, I don't take pharmaceuticals at all anymore, for anything, as a matter of fact. I don't take over-the-counter painkillers anymore um, when I get headaches and stuff. I, I don't take over-the-counter cold medicine when I get sick. You know, everything I do now is strictly a healthy diet and nutraceuticals. That's it. Um, and I find that my stress levels are going down. I have more control over my depression, my anxiety. Um, if you've been following my blog at all, um, you know that I got type 2 diabetes. I'm getting more control over my diabetes. And none of this is from prescription medications or over-the-counter drugs. I've been doing strictly healthier diet and nutraceuticals um, for a while now. And just the healthy diet and nutraceuticals, I'm seeing a large improvement and my overall health. Uh, the brands you will see at redconrad.com, those are the only brands I use. I will only ever recommend brands and products that I use myself and my team uses. I've tried a bunch of different products. These products work, I'm telling you. And yes, I I'm t- I'm keep I do keep on telling you my blog posts and in these different podcast episodes about Nunzimo this, organic that. If you go to a supermarket, you will see that a lot of things that are Nunzimo organic are rather expensive. But you will also see that I push a lot that it does not have to be expensive to be healthy, to eat Nunzimo organic. It does not have to be expensive to use nutraceuticals and natural remedies. Um, all the brands I promote are relatively cheap to the to the uh, counterparts you'll find available in supermarkets okay um so when you look at the prices i don't want you to have a heart attack because what you're doing is whereas in supermarkets you might be able to buy like a, a month supply or you might be able to get like a week supply you know whatever buy it a week at a time the brands i offer you're buying a month at a time okay but like with the coffee it works out to where you're only spending a dollar and thirty cents per cup 
but the press you're looking at is for the week at a time or a month at a time okay because remember it's only one cup a day and you're only spending about $1.30 a cup that's not all that expensive and most gas stations charge what $1.40 $1.50 for their smaller size and then it goes up from there and Starbucks is what 4 or $5 for the average cup most people buy so you know this is actually cheaper than that and it's healthier all non more organic same applies to the supplements that, that, that we offer whether you're looking at the vitamins the minerals uh, the, the shakes break it down to the per day cost or the per week cost whatever you see in the supermarkets and then add on the fact that it's non-GMO organic my brands are actually cheaper than the same quality brands in the supermarkets and we're actually fresher alright so I just want to put that out there that's that's I have I have had people you know bring that up to me New water can getting most things you're getting a month or more at a time. So you, you really got to look at that. You got to look at the price, but then look at how big the container is and how much you're getting. It's almost like like going to Costco and you're buying like a month or two months worth of something in one shot. But because you're buying buying it in bulk, you're actually getting a discounted price than if you were going to buy it day by day. Okay. So you're not losing quality. You're not. It's actually better quality than you find in supermarkets at a better price. All right. And like I said, I'm using these products myself. And the all right, the happy products alone, since we're on the topic of stress, depression, and anxiety, is helping me a, a lot. These products are by far the best products. They've helped me the most out of any product I have tried. And in my pursuit of natural remedies, natural relief, I've tried almost everything on the market. Looking for, you know, one, what's going to work the best, and two, you know, what can I offer my customers that's going to work the best. And there's nothing better than than these products. So go to happy.redconrad.com and check out my blog post for more of my story of my depression and my anxiety. It's called I Am That I Am The Outcast. If you've lasted this long through this episode, I appreciate your listening. Uh, I hope to see you in the next episode, and I really appreciate you um, sharing this out with family and friends. Again, redconrad.com. Read my story at on the, on the blog post, I Am That I Am The Outcast. And check out Happy Procs. If you don't go to happy.redcomer.com, you can find them in the beverages section. Okay, just click on coffee. All the other products are, are below the coffee in the beverages section. All right. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. And do those exercises as I suggested. Pick somebody, family or friend, and really try hard to talk to them. Shoot me an email. Let me know how it's working. Thank you for listening to 
this week's episode of Red Commerce Wellness Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a monthly subscriber by clicking on the button or the link in the description of this podcast. Your monthly donation will will help keep this podcast going as well as help support the Wellness Fund. You can read more about the Wellness Fund at redconrad.com. Or alternatively, you can uh, leave a donation at paypal.me slash R-E-V-D-R-R-E-D. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Red Conrad's Wellness Podcast. I really do hope you enjoyed listening. I will see you next week. God bless. Welcome to the Red Conrad's Bonus Podcast. I'm your host, Red Conrad of redconrad.com. If you enjoy the, this podcast, please consider becoming a monthly subscriber by clicking on the link or the button in the description of this podcast. All donations will keep this podcast up and running, as well as go to, towards our wellness fund, which you can read more about at redconrad.com. Or you can alternatively go to paypal.me slash R-E-V-D-R-R-E-D and leave a donation in any amount there as well. Now on to the show.